I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoke. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. and Ro Moran, the OG crew, of course, coming to you for the first live stream of 2022. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy that we get to do this again. I'm kind of lagging. I know, I know. Um, sobrang daming devices kasi na naka-on ngayon. Um, kung, you know, everybody's dealing with their own stuff. Kami rin, we're also de- dealing with our own stuff here at home. So it's a bit chaotic um, everywhere. So we hope that you're keeping it together, doing what you can to keep yourself healthy. And then to keep yourself sane. So to establish some form of normalcy, we're back with the live streams. Uh, it's good that the PNA team is also back in. So we get to do this all over again. And letting us know how you've been doing over the holidays. We know you've missed itong weekly Thursday watering hole sessions. Natin. So we're bringing it back and we're ready to unpack the, the crazy first six days of 2022. I think just, uh, just to start off, sobrang daming hanash, di ba? Yeah. Uh... The new year happened and pretty it wasn't long before shit went down. So we will be talking about that later on. And we've got a lot to say. Uh, best yeah. believe. Now, I'm sure you guys got opinions as well. So don't worry. We will be letting those all out as we move along and go through our topics for tonight. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about Day 1, Shempre, New Year's Evil, Wrestle Kingdom 16, AEW and a lot of the news that happened outside the ring. All of that is part of our uh, menu for this week's live stream. But first, we got to give a shout out to all of our patrons, the members of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community. Thank you to everybody who joined us for the day one watch party. Uh, and sobrang sulit the month of January. Oops. bagong lagay lang to, no? Uh, sobra surit maging patron because there are two pay-per-views for the month of January. You've got day one, you've got the Royal Rumble all happening. So if you want to join us for those watch parties, here's how you can do it. Yeah, uh, if you are still interested in watching the Royal Rumble pay-per-view happening later this month, at the end of the month, we had fun actually uh, this past Sunday uh, in the day one viewing party. So again, all you got to do is sign up and subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month. You get access to, you know, uh, the watch parties, Discord communities. We're even doing a special game for the Royal Rumble coming up. So you might win some, you might stand to win some actual cash if you join us in time. So again, uh, exclusive review content, uh, Pasabais, our uh, shop, AEW and Pro Wrestling Tees uh, shipment is coming next week. So uh, those are the fruits of our Black Friday last November. Again, all you got to do to get all of that is to sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. That's right. Uh, ano nga pala? Sabi nga ni Admin Angelo, no? premium live events. I should have I, I known <laughs> Now someone is going to bring that up. We'll talk about that then mamaya konti. Syempre, I got the memo as well. 
Uh, we're also going to be telling you about how you can protect your internet activity and your devices when you go online through a NordVPN subscription and support the podcast in the process. Yeah. Uh, did you guys know that Encanto is really uh, taking over the world right now? Like everywhere I go online, uh, people are quoting and uh, clipping Encanto on their social media. So if you haven't seen it yet, you can see you can watch it on Disney Plus and get that sweet exclusive access to the foreign version of Disney Plus by using NordVPN. Again, NordVPN gets you access to that and protects your online surfing as well. All you got to do is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash 476. Podlink.co slash 476. It will take you to the NordVPN store page where you can subscribe to a two-year and four-month subscription for only $89. So, so, so none. And you just um, every subscription goes a long, a long way in helping us do what we do here in the podcast. All right. Uh, so let's... Uh, tell everybody as well that we're also giving away a one terabyte um, voucher from our friends yes, over sir. at Mega. So that's courtesy of our friends at Machong Chismisan, ang podcast na sponsor ng ibang podcasts. Shout out to <laughs> Makoy Pare and uh, Tito Peach and Ingo and the rest of the crew for hooking us up with those. We're giving one for every week for the next three weeks. So sa mga nagpost na ng screenshots that you've been Following the podcast on Spotify and giving us that five-star rating, uh, you're automatically part of the raffle. So maraming maraming salamat to you guys. All right? Okay. Let's get to our first talk point on day one because uh, there's there's so much to unpack. We got to start with Brock Lesnar, man. New year, new champ. Didn't see it coming. And let, let's get our instant reactions out of the way, man. Uh, as I said on TikTok, uh, if you guys follow the TikTok at Wrestling2XPod, I like it. I... I I was waiting for the show for the premium live event to shock me because it was going on the entire time and not a single title change. And that doesn't that didn't really bode well for the show that was marketing itself as the first show not on the So the fact that this happened was okay with me. I think um I think Big E got what he needed to get out of his short championship, first championship run. So I don't really mind it. Um, it's okay. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. I think that there's an interesting story here because both Kofi and Big E's runs were ended by Brock Lesnar. So you know, if if in a in a hypothetical future, uh, you can have the New Day probably going after Brock, maybe have King Woods eventually be the guy to step up and uh, get uh, get revenge on behalf of the New Day, but to defeat Brock Lesnar and eventually become WWE champion. Now, granted, hindi naman sila same brands ngayon, but I think na uh, that's a future storyline I can definitely get behind. Yeah, uh, Boswaki is asking on the comments, uh, are they discarding Big E's main event? I think they are at this point because they wanted to rush Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar for the Royal Rumble, so I don't know where that leaves Big E. Sabi ko nga, um, kung din lang, I would rather that they ship Big E to SmackDown and have him feud with Roman Reigns. About. So, you know, you might as well do that stuff while Roman Reigns doesn't really have a challenger at the moment. So, uh, the plan is apparently to put up or to push through with Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns at uh, WrestleMania. But that's, that's what, four months away from now. So we don't know. We don't really have anything for Roman at, until that point. So kung ganun din lang, hindi sana doon na lang kayo, no? I mean, i-gawin mo na na challenger si Big E K. Roman. So I don't think that's gonna change much. I think you just switched, you just really switched people. And I think at this point, uh, you could do a lot worse than do that. What do you think about Lashley and Brock now being set up? Because the, the Royal Rumble is like four weeks away and we're already getting this main event being built up. Uh, when I saw it, kasi I was super hyped because we've never gotten it before. Yeah, uh, I think they were. Yeah, uh, they're making the most out of uh, whatever they have now. Like, oh, hey, it's shaken up. It's all shaken up. Let's break some. They broke. They already broke some eggs. So let's make some omelets, diba? Go on to torta. So okay, lang din naman. I I guess I would much rather that it happened in a bigger, bigger stage, bigger event like a WrestleMania. But it is what it is. Um, don't pull your punches now. Uh, you might as well go all out and have the big matches that you can have before anything else changes. I think um, my bigger prediction is that feeling ko, uh, 
Lesnar will lose the championship at the Rumble. But I also see rumors of a champion versus championship match, but not a unification match, just a champion versus champion match. Um, it's not a winner take all match. It's not a unification match. It's just them doing what they do in Survivor Series, but in at WrestleMania. Because these are the two guys that have been feuding for the past few months, and dunang natin ito tuloyon. Yeah, I, I don't think we need like a title unification match. I think we've proven, especially in this day and age, given your roster depth ng WWE, that you kind of need two world champions, especially since you have two brands who, um, kung wala namang crossover events like Survivor Series, really exist in their own little bubbles, diba. So you really still need those two world champions and a title versus title unification match already after, what, 2013? Less than a decade ago pa yun, diba? I don't think na... Uh, that's really uh, where we're headed. I, I, I'm probably with Ro here now. Uh, it's just going to be champion versus champion if it has to come to that come WrestleMania. So there. Um, any other thoughts on on Brock winning the championship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just wanted to say that I don't know what you guys. I don't know why you guys want a unification match because uh, there are two different brands. They're not unifying the brands. So, sobrang labo na unification. So please get that out of your system. Um, I will only believe it if there are rumors about it, which there are not. So, uh, gotta chill with the unification talk. Let's talk about Paul Heyman real quick. Uh, the, the, the Lesnar Heyman babyface um, side to them, we haven't really seen that before, have we? I think we saw it in like bits and spurts. Nung, uh, I think it was 2016 or 17 nung kalaban nila si Seth. Uh, but what do you think about this version? They brought Paul Heyman back so soon. Um... I think it's working because people want to cheer Brock. Like they are so enamored with Brock. Na what he represents and what he stands for, that they just let them do all you know, do exactly that and win over the crowd. Like this was happening a long, long time ago when Brock was a heel. He was just so over that now they're just really leveraging on his natural overness. So okay, lang naman. Um, if it works, it works, and you can't. It it could be a whole lot worse, right? Like, uh, it's a good thing. Buti na lang na si Brock at this point. Yeah, uh, it, it's. I, I guess it's nice na harness ni Brock yung ano niya, yung baby face side niya. Um, as for yung question ni John Dennis, how will they continue the Brock and Roman feud? I think they still have time naman. There's still three months until WrestleMania, diba? And the road to WrestleMania technically doesn't begin until the Royal Rumble. So we'll wait for that to shake out before we speculate over how Brock versus Roman will continue. Kasi um, looking at things as they, sta- as they stand, feeling ko naman sila pa rin yung, ano eh, yung punot dulo ng WrestleMania. Uh, SmackDown is super messed up right now. since They're super effed. Uh, Drew is gone. Roman is gone until he finishes quarantine, which is probably um, until this week. Because apparently, public this week. Uh, they don't have anyone in the contendership right now. Brock is gonna show up, but I don't think he's gonna show up as a contender. So I don't know what they are gonna do. I think um, I really think they need Big E in SmackDown at this point uh, until they get back to Brock versus Roman for real, for real. Um, I guess they have a plan for it. I just don't know what the plan is, and I can't imagine what the plan is. So, good luck to them. And sana na maayos problema nila on SmackDown. Yeah, speaking of SmackDown, let's get to this next talk point. Um, SmackDown is in a rough place right now with Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre on the shelf for at least the next few weeks. So how do you think they'll be able to bounce back given this? I don't know. Uh, as I was saying, I don't know. I can't imagine what the plan is unless you bring, again, bring over Big E. Uh, I think their show will focus on the Intercontinental Championship at least this week, diba? Um I really don't know. I, I, I really don't know how they're going to handle this. Uh, I, I will wait and see and watch it unfold with my own eyes. Yeah, I mean, my story na rin naman sila, diba? Yung Intercontinental Championship uh, um, situation with Sami Zayn. So people were thinking na, oh, they might bring this over to day one. In retrospect, I guess it's good na rin na. Uh, nothing really happened for Nakamura and for Sami Zayn. They weren't on day one. So if anything, that's an instant story that they can push into the limelight. Ngayon wala si Roman at wala rin si Drew, diba? Um, Roman J saying, what about AJ going to SmackDown? He's actually been appearing on NXT. So we'll get to that in a little bit. 
Uh, for now, though, let's go over to the women's side because uh, people were expecting Liv Morgan to win at day one. That didn't happen. So the question is, do you think she should have won? Yeah, uh, that's a prediction we had. We recorded the whole predictions for day one. We said, or I said at least, uh, this was supposed to be it. This was supposed to be the crowning moment. And then now it's clear that after what happened on Raw, uh, it wasn't really going to be meant to be for the cards for Liv Morgan. Uh, they moved on to, I guess, Bianca and Liv. But uh, that should have been it. It really should have been it. And so for me. Yeah, um, I remember from our predictions episode, we were really calling uh, calling it the moment now for Liv Morgan. It seemed like everything was organically being built up to that huge victory at day one. And I was pretty surprised that uh, Becky, Becky gets to win. And then it seems like we're really moving on. I just don't know um, what's going to happen with Bianca and Liv. I don't know if Dewdrop will suddenly enter the fray because she's uh, also pretty angry now. Well, that's a championship opportunity. Uh, well, that's just a, a championship pictures. Uh, I think, though, that with Alexa Bliss, being brought up on Raw. Now they're saying that she's going to make her way back. I wouldn't be surprised if Alexa Bliss gets put into the championship picture uh, upon her return. But I don't think they, they will um, slingshot or uh, bring her back or hotshot her. Even, that's a word. Hotshot her in the championship picture right away. Um, I think they're going to ease her back into the women's division and uh, whatever that is going to be. Uh, it's going to take a while until uh, they move her back to the title picture. Because they've, they've had, they have these uh, big names for the title picture, and I don't think you need Alexa there just yet. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see in the next few weeks what's going to happen. Um, kung anong story with Bianca and Liv, and where Alexa will end up in the uh, Raw Women's Division. For now, though, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about NXT New Year's Evil. So, Shampre Braun Breaker will be part of that conversation. We'll also talk about the stuff that happened outside the ring that we learned about when we woke up this morning. All of that coming up after this break. But first, we got to let you know about a way to support the podcast, Lazada. All right, guys. So, if you are you know, getting everything you want and need on Lazada, because hashtag Nasa Lazada, and there are still sales going on. All you got to do to support the podcast with your shopping is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash IAM, podlink.co slash letters IAM. Type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out, and what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hey, Chino Yao here host of the new podcast on Podcast Network Asia called Class Cloud. Now, I try to learn about the world through the lives of different professionals each week alongside by another stand-up comedian. The topics are limitless. The jokes are aplenty only here on Class Cloud. All right. Uh, let's say hi to our, to our viewers and friends over on Kumu. All right, guys, say hey to uh, people on Kumu. Say hey to our boys, Kamagadon on Kumu, who is joining us tonight. Saying hello to Alan Dimakolan, who says hi. Uh, saying hello to, uh, wait, say don't mean to follow. Mehel Tebokormil, who has followed us. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Sismeister followed us. Thank you. Thank you. Rose and Tedyong followed us. Thank you for joining us. Maraming maraming salamat for tuning in. Nakatuto kayo ngayon sa wrestling talk namin here on Kumu and on Facebook. Come again and said, uh, sent a galing. So that's a sticker worth uh, hearts and diamonds. So thank you, man. Thank you so much. All right. Really appreciate it. Thank you as well to everybody who's been commenting so far on the live stream. It's a uh, sa live chat natin. All right, let's talk about Braun Breaker. He's now the new NXT champion uh, that happened at NXT New Year's Evil. We predicted this, and I think everybody basically was calling for this to happen, Namandeba. So, did it feel right for you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's the what second or third, uh, or the second, but a second championship match that he's had, the second shot. And at this point, um, NXT gets it. At this point, you don't win the championship, then you're damaged goods. And what Liv Morgan couldn't pull off, Braun Breaker could. And I think he's ready to mind. I think uh, he's a natural in there. Um, whether or not he uh, faces veterans or you know fellow rookies such as he is, I think he is such a natural in the ring that 
it is a good thing to leave or to you know put the put the weight of NXT 2.0 on his shoulder. So good stuff, good stuff. I think well deserved for Braun Breaker. I'm seeing some chatters uh internet uh, about yung entrance ni Braun Breaker. Now he kicked down yung NXT logo, the sim- uh, symbolic down a kicking down of the black and gold era. And then when he broke yung chains from the old NXT logo to yung Braun Breaker logo, what do you think about that? Um, it's obvious they've been erasing. I, I said this in my uh, article about NXT for Mark Henry, the look back of 2021. They are very clearly and very obviously and not very subtly uh, erasing Hunter's legacy in NXT. So as you've seen in the releases that just happened this morning, which we, I guess we'll talk about in a bit, sobrang tinatanggal nila yung, yung influence niya over NXT. And I'm not surprised at this point that you know they pull stunts like that on NXT TV. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, it's not... I think it's tasteless, but at this point... Uh, Braun is just a pawn in this game that uh, that is being played backstage. Yeah, I'm, uh, the, the the online discourse is pretty interesting to say the least. Any coincidence that things are happening as they're happening. Um, since you already mentioned the release, it's really shocking news that uh, we woke up to this morning. Nung ni report ni Sean Rossap from Fightful that William Regal, among others. Uh, were released, and all of them were part of the Performance Center staff. So William Regal, Timothy Thatcher, Road Dogg, Danny Birch, uh, Hachiman or Hideki Suzuki, Scott Armstrong, among others. Um, they were all let go. And, uh, you know, the obvious thing to say is, it's unfortunate, but you really hate it when people lose their jobs. It's just that sobrang, uh, I guess the timing of it all is just like, whoa, what the heck, you know, uh, what am I waking up to? That was my reaction when I saw the news. Um, again, not surprised anymore. These things don't surprise me. Uh, I've noticed that they've been erasing Triple H's touch on NXT over the past few months, um, over the past uh, year. Because it's been going on for so long now. And it, it, it's just what it is. And at this point, I am more concerned for Triple H than I am for these people who got released. Because these people are just caught in the crossfire between the political machinations that are going on in WWE right now. So, my concern is, if I were Triple H, if, would I still be welcome? Do I still feel welcome backstage? Why should I go back to work for my father-in-law who is tearing down everything that I've been building over the past, what, almost 10 years, right? in the Performance Center in, in Orlando, right? So, I, 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 would, I would just go and quit the company and, found my, and start my own, right? uh, That's, that's the, the logical thing for Triple H to do. Uh, at, you know, regarding Roman J's question about Shawn Michaels, I'm not going to speculate about you know what's going to happen to him. I think now it's in bad taste then to speculate and say, no, oh, are, are they going to fire this person or that person? I, I wouldn't do that. Um, but you know, for for people like William Regal, uh, who are getting their flowers online, I I say it's well deserved, parin, you know, because like we all know now for the industry, for the WWE that we get to watch on a daily or weekly basis. Um, I loved yung tributes from yung mga NXT superstars and alumni uh, for William Regal because uh, dito talaga natin nakikita that the rise of the indie talent that really made a mark on the black and gold era of NXT was really uh, William Regal. And you know, siyempre, Triple H kasi vision yun, but the guy who executed it was uh, really William Regal based on yung mga comments ng mga wrestlers. Yeah, um, re- people think that Regal is just an on-screen figure, but he really is an actual talent scout. He's a coach backstage, and he has a huge hand in uh, signing the talent that have see- that have popped up on the black and gold era of NXT. So it makes sense that they would get rid of him too, because he is serving Triple H's vision and not Vince McMahon's vision of what developmental should be. So, talagang may sense talaga yun. Talagang politika yun eh. Yun yung politika nila. So, hindi na talaga nagugulat dun. And it's just sad that it has to come to this. But, um, time to play the game. Uh, pun highly intended. Jeez. Jeez. Um, somebody tweeted kanina, I forgot who it was. I think it was SRS or somebody na parang whoever uh, gets to employ William Regal next if he wants to remain in the business is incredibly fortunate. And I, I will agree with that, you know, given everything that's been said about William Regal. 
I would I would hire if I were AEW, I would hire William Regal. I would hire all of all of these guys that were let go by the company. Because say hey, you need that influence. Um, even though you're AEW and you're saying, oh, hey, we're doing this a certain way. Uh, we are doing it our way. We want our talent to have their own creative sway or their own direction of what they're doing. But you really need the discipline. And uh, it's I mean, kung kalama ka ng WWE, yung loss to that should be really your gain. And this is a good op- this is a good time as any to, to do just that. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, guys, if you saw a lot of these guys, including Mr. Regal, uh, showing up on uh, the other side of the uh, the other side of Florida, if you will. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the the business is growing, the uh, and for 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 people like this. Uh, for people like William Regal, for example, who are uh, considered really valuable assets to any company they're part of, um, they're not going to remain unemployed for long. I think they will only remain unemployed if they want to remain unemployed, right? So uh, I I wouldn't be too too sad, I guess, over them not being with with WWE anymore because I think that you know I, I think they'll be. But let's go to um, AJ Styles because he's been showing up on NXT the last couple of weeks and. Uh, next week, in announced now that the NXT main event is AJ Styles versus Grayson Waller. So, what do you think about this? Now, you've got main roster guys like Riddle and AJ Styles regularly making appearance, getting into uh, appearances, getting into matches. Is this good for NXT 2.0? Yeah, um, I this is what I like actually about NXT 2.0 that I wish the black and gold NXT had more. Uh, yung black and gold NXT kasi sobrang ano. Sobrang isolated nila in their own little world that it felt weird. It, it felt so weird whenever somebody got called up because there was very little continuity, uh, continuity between the two different brands or the two different rosters. Right? So now that you are assimilating both or making sure that the NXT 2.0 is well aware and is well connected to the people on the main roster. Uh, it's a lot better, and Chempre, it, it it translates to a <clears throat> sorry, it translates to big names supporting the the ratings, the TV ratings. Yeah, I'm I'm particularly particularly excited for people like Grayson Waller, who really gets elevated by having a match, having a program with AJ Styles, diba. Right? I think that someone like AJ can really help Grayson Waller. Um, be more acclimated to the system. And not only that, really get eyes on them because it's AJ Styles, pa rin yan, eh, di ba? or even when you talk about MSK, when you have Riddle joining MSK because he's their shaman, I think it's a big thing pa rin for, for NXT to have these um, have these guys join them. Um, someone like Walter, who kilala natin siya because we, we know the Walter legend, we followed him from NXT UK and even before then, di ba? I think he gets a bit of a boost as well when you have someone like Riddle being part of that six-man tag match. So what did you think about um, Walter's I guess reintroduction to NXT US. Um, it wasn't every. It wasn't what I had imagined for Walter. <laughs> like, uh, syempre, um, uh, mas, mas sa NXT UK version where he's super invincible and super unkillable, if you will. So, it wasn't my ideal introduction to the US audience, but it was. It was just something. I liked it. It was good. Yeah, I mean, every time or any time I can have Walter on my screen, I'm really happy, right? Uh, it's nice to have Imperium as a collective together again and um, to see them wreak havoc on NXT would be fine. Um, I, I would think that if if Ciampa gets phased out of the NXT championship picture, I think Walter has to be the next challenger. But uh, that would be the next big test for someone like Braun Breaker to really prove himself against the established stars or the supposed veterans in the NXT locker room. Yeah, I want that match to happen. It's going to be a lot of fun. Bruce is asking that if, if there's any new news about Walter uh, not wanting to work in the U.S., he is now more open to working in the U.S. because I think um, his recent divorce has uh, opened up some or has changed his mind somewhat. So I think uh, he's here to stay for real, for real this time. Yeah. Uh, see, Janelle has a very interesting comment about someone like Tiffany Stratton. If she makes it to the main roster, just you wait until they reveal who her daddy is. I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're kind of past that point. And hopefully, uh, you know, lessons were learned from storylines like Hornswoggle. So I don't think that that's going to happen. <laughs> nice try, though. Nice try. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't think they want that smoke. Yung, yung daddy na si Vince. Na, I mean, Vince is too old for the Attitude Era storylines like that. Man. So you got to chill with that. Yeah, I think the most we're gonna get from from Vince getting involved in storylines is itong ginagawa niya with Austin Theory, which you know to be fair um, has been pretty enjoyable because they're not exactly beating us over the head with it uh, too much. So you know, uh, in in bits and spurts, I, I I'm actually enjoying it. So I'm liking it. Um, we got to pay tribute, by the way, to the cruiserweight championship because it said goodbye this week, um, kind of like my cruiserweight championship. It uh, has been. Uh, I think we can all agree, man, that Carmelo Hayes was the right call, right? Yeah, um, the NXT North American Championship was the right call to win over the Cruiserweight Championship. Because, yeah, as I said, um, na yung cruiserweights, uh, cruiserweight division. Like, yeah, there are still cruiserweights like Jiro and Kushida, but they have been moved to the tag division. So at this point, And I saw this coming for a while now, and it, it's just—I don't know if it's sad, but. It's just not, you know, I it, it's the right call, I would say. Because um, there's no point in prolonging the agony. Yeah, so pressing F for respect for the Cruiserweight Championship, raising one for you know, uh, the Cruiserweight division, the Cruiserweight Classic, everything that it led to, uh, even, you know, 205 Live being a thing. So um, much respect for the Cruiserweight Championship and for Roderick Strong, you know, what he did for it uh, while he... Was cruiserweight champion, so I guess now that he's no longer mine, looks to be baby faces not in as a faction. I'd like to see where they go next. I'm pretty interested to see what happens to them. Yeah, they're like the um faction version of babyface Brock. Like they started out as heels, tapos ngayon major baby faces So pretty interesting. Um, I guess it's weird, but it, it was weird because they were presented as heels, but now um I kind of got used to it and they grew on me more and more as the weeks went by. Feeling ko pwede rin sila maging diverse in terms of alignment. Like, I think Bivens and Strong and to an extent Ivy Nile could be baby faces whereas the Creed Brothers are heels. Kasi but the Creed Brothers are, have been messing with MSK, they're, they're messing with Jacket Time. So I, I I think there's room for like this this gray area of a faction. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, the Creed Brothers have been messing with GYV which who are... Uh, Obviously, clearly heels. So um, I kind of feel that their faces are at least tweeners at the very least. So, uh, I mean, I guess it depends on who they're facing, I guess, uh, at any particular time. Yeah, uh, which basically makes them tweeners. So again, it's it's pretty refreshing. Like you don't need everybody necessarily to be like strictly baby face lang, strictly heel lang. I think there is room in, in any roster, in any lineup for uh, these tweeners, right? Anything else about NXT that you want to talk about before we go to NJPW? No, no, man. No, no, man. Again, let's go over to Japan. Because the two-night event, Wrestle Kingdom 16, that's going to be over the weekend. That's the NJPW versus Noah Showcase. But uh, we got to talk about Kazuchika Okada winning the big one, the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. And our friend Anthony Quelli of SmartHenry.com says that uh, seeing Okada win felt like a sense of normalcy during these very uncertain times. Yeah, because nobody, as in nobody, nobody at all, only a select few people really wanted Will Ospreay to win the whole thing. So the preferable outcome for the whole event or for the whole two-day, two days of the three-day event was that either Shingo or Okada win and for Ospreay to lose. So I'm glad that they kind of got it, got back, gotten back to their senses uh, they didn't try for anything trollish. They didn't go for anything like the WWE would probably have gone for. So, butin na lang, no? I, maybe it's them realizing that, okay, maybe we do have to give the fans what they want. And maybe we don't have to do something crazy and we don't have Parang to... Parang course correct, you know, no? Yeah, we don't have to uh, piss the crowd off just to get it, just to stay relevant, diba? So maybe it's a sign that it might be a good year or it could be a good year for NJPW. Uh, Sabini Julian, that seeing Okada wearing this new world title instead of the original IWGP heavyweight title doesn't look right. Yeah, I know. I, I totally agree. But it is what it is. Parang tinanggap na rin ni Okada. Yun na rin yung championship belt na ginamit niya, di ba? So parang, ah, okay, I guess there's no bringing back the old title. Yeah, um, I thought they were going to do it. I thought they were going to course correct all the way and... 
actually give the fans what they want, but they can only do so much by that, it turns out. So, yeah, that's totally fine, though. I don't, I don't mind it. Uh, it's been a year. Uh, you know, it takes a while for these things to grow on people. So, okay lang naman. It doesn't matter. Um, it's, uh, it's, at this point, not as offensive as it was when it first debuted. All right. Uh, let's go to this next bit. I got to ask everybody in the comments. And Ronaren, was the two-night Wrestle Kingdom event easy to get through this year? Because um, back in the day, na, you know, everything was happening in just one night. It's for me because like, you'd really watch everything. But uh, from, from my perspective, I actually like that not every match is must-see. And this particular Wrestle Kingdom, even though... Uh, we talked about it's a prediction that there were some matches that feeding that in filler lang. It was actually easy to get through for me. I, I don't know about Euro. I gotta say, um, this year's event was—I I will admit—it it was pretty mid. Um, to borrow a term MJF likes to use, um, it wasn't all bangers left and right. Like uh, they just came to play, but they didn't come out to to shock the world with the wrestling. So. To that point, good. And I appreciate that because it didn't require me to, you know, sit at the edge of my seat for the entire four or five hours of the main cards. Yeah, if if, if anything, napagod lang ako with Okada Osprey. But that's just me. Like I, I really can't sit through an Okada match in full. Uh I, I guess my attention span just isn't really built that way. So, you know, I had to go grab a snack, I had to like stand up and 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 hit pause. But that's me. I don't know about everybody. So you can leave your thoughts in the comment section. But on that note, what was your favorite match from Wrestle Kingdom 16? Jabata's comeback, uh, easily. That's my pick of the week. So the fact that he changed the match from a catch wrestling rules match and made it into a normal match where he can do strikes and all of that stuff. It proves what I've been saying or what I've been believing all along. Nah, uh, it's only a matter of time until he heals and is allowed to wrestle the way he wants to wrestle again. Shampoo, uh, he didn't go all out and he didn't do like any crazy headbutts or anything like that. So I think it's him having matured a little bit, uh, knowing his limitations at this point. And I believe that we are in for a late career resurgence like we did for Christian and Brian Dennison. Uh, see Alan in the comments, he's saying his favorite match was Naito versus Jeff Cobb. For Lance, his favorite match was Evil versus Ishii. No interferences at all. For Chino Maglaya, his favorite was Kenta versus Tanahashi. That US title match was nuts. Uh, that was one of my favorites as well. Uh, Yon Bruce, Kenta faced Tanahashi. Um, but my favorite match, and uh, this is going to be a bonkers pick, but it was actually the KOPW forcing uh, those those guys, Suzuki, uh, Shima, um, Toriano, and and Chase Owens just interact and mess with one another. You match ako, and I didn't have to think or like really observe too much. So I don't know for that alone, I enjoy it. And it was the match I enjoyed the most from from Wrestle Kingdom. So again, uh, it's a, it's a matter of preference. Uh, but much respect to Kenta for that uh, crazy fall. Um, he busted, I think, his eye or his nose when he landed face first in sa Basorahan. So a lot of results through that. They didn't have to do that given uh, they're in their 40s. They're both legends. So they, they did all of that for our entertainment and they deserve our respect. Okay. So uh, while um, Rose trying to re recover from that uh, from his cuff, let's go over to AEW. Um, we, we actually have a lot of thoughts about AEW. Okay, let's take a break na lang muna, uh, so we can both get a water break in. Uh, we'll get our thoughts about what happened this morning as well as your comments ni Tony Khan about Big Swole. Uh, but support the podcast through your online shopping over on Shopee. All right, guys. Shopee has a sale a lot of times. So, so more often than not, there's a sale. So if you're going to get the stuff you want and need on Shopee as well, you can do that by supporting the and support the podcast at the same time. So it is podlink.co slash W9X, podlink.co slash letter W, the number 9, and the X, as always, type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast on No Extra Cost. Uh, you can also support the podcast and treat yourself to some drip from the Nike Southeast Asian online store. Here's how. Yeah, so again, there's an affiliate link. The affiliate link is podlink.co slash 2J8. Podlink.co slash number two, letter J, and number eight. Again, what you buy on the Nike's online store will also help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. 
And now a quick break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hi mga matchat, sexy, chismosa. Ako nga pala si Makoy, ang inyong corporate slave. At ako nga pala si Ingo, ang inyong corporate lucky. Nabalitaan nyo na ba yung pinakabagong chismis? Nandito na kami ngayon sa Podcast Network Asia. Oo nga, kaya samahan nyo kami sa longest. Longest? Running. Ay, yung pinakamahaba. Comedy podcast sa buong Pilipinas. Di ba ba longest? Yung pinakamahaba. Oo, oh, pare. Tayo yung pinakamahaba. Ang macho chismisa. Dahil ang tunay na macho, chismoso. Pag longest ba, tayo rin yung pinakamatigas. Let's get to some shoutouts over on Kumu. Alright, say hey to Abby who sent us halo halo, 10 halo halos. Thank you, Abby. Happy New Year. Hope you are doing well. Uh, saying hey to Habanero Kick who has also sent us a couple of halo halos. He says, bring back RVD and Paul London. Both men are old, sir. And uh, they aren't how you remember them from back in the ruthless aggression era. Uh, saying hey to Miran Panganiban. Hello, hello. Uh, Carlo Basila 10, who followed us. Maraming salamat, maraming salamat. And to everyone else who's tuned in to Wrestling Talk here on Kumu and on uh, Facebook. Uh, I have to apologize to the Stardom fans who, um, you know, hindi natin Stardom. So let's uh, give them that respect and talk about them really quickly. I was really happy with uh, how Stardom was part of the main card for Wrestle Kingdom this year. And I also enjoyed yung uh, uh, tag team showcase that they put on, bro. Yeah, uh, pretty good stuff. Um, for those who don't know what Joshi wrestling is like, that was a good. Uh, no, that was a good uh, first free taste, and it proves that they are pretty good. They are super much better than uh, Western women's wrestlers. If you, I, I would go so far to say that. Yeah, um, I uh, I got turned into a believer of Starlight Kid and uh, see Saya Kamitani, the girl who scored the winning pinfall. Um, see Mayu, uh, I if you follow Yung Joshi wrestling from the 2010s, she was really most associated with uh Kairi Sane and Io Shirai when the three of them were pretty much the aces of stardom. So, see Mayu na lang natira sa stardom. I think uh Kairi has been appearing on stardom on and off, the uh, she was like an ambassador for WWE for a while. Uh, but yeah, um, Mayu's the one who's really been holding down the fort as the ace of stardom, and if you enjoyed what you saw from her then uh, you can kind of guess why Stevie called her the, their version of John Cena. Like, it kind of makes sense now that he'd uh, put it in that regard. So our uh, participants in that stardom showcase. So I'm really happy that that happened, and I hope the next year um, they'll continue to be on the main card. And props to Andren, uh, Chris Charlton for shouting out Hana Kimura because, you know, uh, she was part of that very first stardom match that, that happened on a New Japan Wrestle Kingdom card. All right, let's go to AEW. Let's talk about Hangman and Brian 2. Uh, did you think that it was the right call for that match to open the show again, given how bloody and how intense it was? Dito pangalan sa picture, kita na that they really got themselves busted open. Yeah, uh, it's the first match on the new network, on TBS. It's their debut episode on TBS. It's the very first yeah. match. Totally fine, totally fine. Um, I, I know I complain a lot about uh, the real main event going on first, but again, um, if this one, I'll let it slide. So, that wasn't really a problem for me. I like this match a lot better because it didn't go 60 minutes. Like they didn't pretend like they had to stretch it out and go all out for an hour. Uh, this was pure and unadulterated hate and violence that went half the time. And I like that. I, I would very much prefer that more than uh, watching two wrestlers jerk off for an extended period of time, if you will. Na appreciate ko na medyo wala rin palang kwenta in the end yung tatlong judges. What did you think about that? Yeah, it was I I knew that they weren't really going to be a factor in the match. Like, oh, hey, judges, but um wala, it was just a swerve for everyone to think that oh, baham magiging ano, magiging 1 hour pero hindi naman talaga. Uh, Sabini Julian, that the image of Brian putting on the label lock on Hangman Page while they were both busted open gave him chills. Aurin, um, actually, all of the close ups, uh, sa mga mukha nila, while blood was streaming down their forehead, lalo na yung, yung picture na ginamit ko of Hangman, yung talagang nalilisik yung matanya. Uh, that, that's, uh, that, that's a pretty good image. Um, if you need to go look for a picture of Hangman at peak intensity, na parang, you know he's gonna kill an MF, I think that's the picture you look for at somebody. Uh, but yeah, um, Ricky mentioning in the comments that the judges were, you know, it was a weird stipulation. I also thought it was weird. I think it was just their way of saying that 
ah, sure, to, we're not gonna have another draw just to say that there's gonna be a conclusive ending. And I guess no, that was the I, best solution they could find. I don't think it was weird because it happens. Um, you guys have to watch other wrestling promotions because uh, they actually do do the judges thing for uh, what do they other... judge? Like you hit rate mo? Um, depend. Anyway, kayfabe nyan. It's all a part of the kayfabe. It's I mean they don't have to tell us what they're judging in the match specifically. It's just that there are judges in the match in case there are there is a time limit draw. So it happens. It's I've seen it in ROH. So it's not new to me. It's not weird to me. It's just a thing that they have to do to present it like a sport. And I, I appreciated that. I really did. Cause in Nisha Basta Basta lang. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, I I uh, I was never really an ROH fan, uh, Shepard, not on your level. So I guess that's why it was very new to me, and it was weird. Like all throughout, while they showed Jerry Lynn and Paul White and Mark Henry, yung tanong ko was like, okay, so anong ano nila basehan nila, anong criteria, di ba? Anong rubric? So I I really couldn't tell. Let's go outside the ring and and talk about TK because Tony Khan made the news as we opened the new year at that uh, because of the comments he made about Big Swole. So I'm gonna put up his tweet. You guys can see it right now. Uh, I don't need to read it word for word. So let's just get right into it. What did you think about what he said? And what does that tell you about AEW behind the scenes? Yeah, uh, God. Um, I, he, was, he had every right to, to defend his, himself from criticisms of you know, lacking diversity. But yung shot at Big Swole was super unprofessional. It's like, it's like imagine yourself leaving a company and then you criticize your shortcomings of the company. Tapos yung boss mo, your ex-boss, goes online on Facebook or whatever social media you use and rips you for his perceived, uh, his perception of you as a worker, di ba? It's just, di ka naman nilaglag in that way, pero, you know, you found it necessary na ilaglag mo siya in that way. So, it's super bad. And does AEW not have any public relations team to mitigate this sort of thing to tell Tony Khan that hey you're not supposed to go all out and be immature and be a petulant child about this just because he you know she gave some pointers for your company to improve on diba super weird like what what's going on not even Vince McMahon who we know is not that great a person would do this he wouldn't do this on Twitter he doesn't have that kind of Twitter finger so it's just weird but in some ways, Tony Khan's youth is a lot worse, apparently, it turns out. Parang, how, how is this professional? Yeah, I, I found myself asking the same question. How is this professional? Um, it, it's uh, really unbecoming of, of anyone who wants to uh, instill a sense of professionalism in the company and uh, the people who work for you. Now, I get it. It's the experience of other people because... Since Tony Khan tweeted that, you heard different sides. Shemper, you heard what Big Swole had to say. And even on her podcast, like if you actually listen to the clip, she was very complimentary of her AEW experience. And what she said, while critical, was actually very respectful. I don't know if you heard that clip, bro, but I, I listened through that like one or two minute stretch. And it, it's not like she was taking a dump on AEW. Like if, if anything, this is what I experienced and this is what I would improve. So I get why somebody like Leo Rush, who's another black athlete, would tweet in all caps at Tony Khan at AEW, apologize, right? But then you have the other people from uh, from from the roster and from your office nila who also tweeted and said, "Nah, oh my experience was different. You know, there there is diversity, la 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 la." And at this point, since none of us are in the room, I don't think any of us can really judge. All we can really judge is the chatter that we're seeing on social media and based on you nakikita natin on Twitter, something isn't right here. It's not about the diversity anymore. I don't think it's about that. I don't think the argument is about that. It's about Tony Khan taking a shot, an unprofessional, petty shot at someone who didn't even diss him the way he thought it might have been. Parang, come on, guys. Parang, we could do better. We, you are supposed to be a professional wrestling company. and You're supposed to be the big boss of a professional wrestling company. You're supposed to be the executive of a professional wrestling company. And this tells me that you have a paper-thin ego that you are really, you know, desperate to protect. And it's just, it's just, it's just a bad look all around. But I've seen this behavior before, and it's not good, especially if you are at the very top representing a huge part of the, of the industry. Sobrang, it, 
to think that wala bang PR team that recommended that you know Tony please delete your tweet dude it doesn't look good it doesn't make it's still us up, look dude. good it's still, it's still up yeah it's still on Twitter yeah it, it's yeah so it's, it, it's just it's crazy that it's still up it's crazy that no apology has been made yeah uh grabe diba parang parang ano eh parang parang college fret lang eh <laughs> even <laughs> no no but you know College yeah. frats even apologize. I've seen college frats apologize. Tony Khan did not. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sobrang galawang minor leagues, you know. Or maybe college frat is the better way to go. Parang nag-criticize ng isang tao, bawal nag-criticize. And um, I don't know. Uh, like, like, Ro, I've seen this behavior and I, I really don't like it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that, that's about all that we can say about this. And we're going to move on. We're going to move on to some, uh, some other stuff. Uh, I believe next up is the injury update because we found out that Jake Atlas got injured uh, during the rampage taping. I'm assuming no match with Adam Cole. Uh, he blew out his knee, and they had the rushing finish of the match to get him out of there. But we also on Dynamite that Ray Phoenix also took a very bad fall. Uh, it could be a dislocated elbow. Optimistically, we didn't know because we have official update on the injury. But that really looked nasty when he landed um, after that choke slam. Uh, before I talk about this, I just want to play off of what Jackie said in the comments. Tony sounds like he's a rich young man who can spend on whatever he wants, stop criticizing what he likes. Uh, at this point, I think Tony Khan is the Elon Musk of wrestling. Wow. And that's not, a, it's not, that's not a compliment, guys. That is not a compliment. Uh, anyway, going back to, uh, to, to Phoenix and Jake Atlas. Um, it's an injury. These things happen. Uh, accidents happen. I've seen... This I've seen these kinds of accidents happen way too much, so uh, it's unfortunate. But sometimes they're not going So uh, we wish them well, and uh, especially Jake Atlas, who is only getting back to his career after a quick uh, sabbatical. So I hope that he comes out of this uh, healthy again sooner rather than later. So yeah, uh, I mean, there's nothing much to say about it about an accident, about an injury, because it, it really just is normal in our industry. Yeah, uh, we just wish them well. Hope na, you know the recovery time isn't as long as people are speculating it to be and that they're able to bounce back as soon as possible. Okay, Roman J, let's talk about Cody because he's now a three-time TNT champion. I mean, um, people are wondering, is he a baby face? Is he a heel baby face given the competition he's been facing? I'm just like, I, I think they did it. They put the title on him because they're moving to TBS. I think that's it. Para lang ipagsabay dun sa premiere ng Go Big Show, which he is a part of, which is also getting plugged on major networks like CBS. So I think that's it. I have no problems with uh, making Cody win. Because you said uh, it was a promotion for the Go Big Show, right? It's just that I just want them to fix his behavior. Like, okay. It's clear that you want, you still want him to make him a face, because uh, he is a big celebrity, right? Uh, or you know, up and coming celebrity, up and coming crossover celebrity, right? So uh, maybe tone it down a little bit. Maybe tone down the whole "I am full of myself. I am the second coming. I am here to end racism." Uh, Cody Rhodes, right? <laughs> um, just have him be a humble guy, please. Just take out the whole. Wrestling has more than one royal family in his in his entrance theme. Tanggalin yun na yun. Tanggalin yun na yung lahat ng things na na, na, na nagpapadush sa kanya. Uh, God, like, really, uh, it's not that hard for him to be a believable face, but he wants to be a bigger-than-usual face. That doesn't work because it just makes him look more entitled and douchey and, and, and smug, you know? After Cody had left WWE, he was such a natural baby face. Like when he showed up on Ring of Honor, when he showed up on New Japan, like he was easy to cheer for. And I mean, he was kind of being positioned as a heel in New Japan because he was with Bullet Club, right? and he was a gaijin and all that. But he was such a natural babyface but to root for it. But I guess that's the meta-narrative that Cody had at the time. Uh, but I will give Cody credit, and that's not something I, I uh, do a whole lot. Um, he actually uh, um, admitted that on, on a, I believe it was a podcast guesting or a radio show, Go Go Storyline could have been done better. 
Like he actually said that there were some misfires there, especially with the things he said sa promo niya. So I, I forget na which show it was on. But he actually admitted that it could have been done and written better and he could have said things better. So th- there's at least a bit of self-awareness, a little bit. But uh, I will have to say that he takes the uh, the posthumous W for the Ogogo feud because it turns out that Ogogo is a dick. So uh dun. So but um I don't know. Uh it's just weird because I just want him to be a normal guy. And everything he's doing is the antithesis of what his dad used to do as the American dream. It's so different and uh it's just so obnoxious, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um it, it totally is. I totally get you. Okay, now that we've talked about Cody being a new champion, three-time TNT champion, let's talk about the new champions from today. Uh, Jurassic Express won the tag team championships from Lucha Bros, and you've got Jade Cargill, the new TBS champion. So did these title wins feel earned for you? Um, Yungke, Jade, I knew they were going to do that. It, I knew this was going to be what I know, what the result was ever since they first announced the TBS championship. You, say, you have Jade Cargill, and you see a talent that shouldn't be stopped. She is literally the Goldberg of the of the AEW women's division at this point. Uh, not not too good, but has a great look. So they'll push that look uh, over the other talented women in the division. And I don't have any problems with that because sometimes you just have to go with what seems to be the money move. So um, I, I know a lot of people have problems with it because she's not as good as... Um, uh, she's not as good as the others, but uh, they've never advertised her to be as good as the others. No, it's just really um, a good look. So that part is okay with me. I'm okay with that. Uh, for the Jurassic Express, I've always pulled for the Jurassic Express. They're my favorite tag team in the AEW tag team division, so I don't mind this. Um, it felt a little rushed though, but uh, knowing what happened to Phoenix, I think okay na rin kasi, uh, at least you get to move the chains and you know let the Lucha Bros rest up and, while giving the rub to someone else, to a fresh young team. Yeah, I think it's about time that Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus actually became champions. And when you think about it, it's MJF na lang yung, ano diba, yung pillar na hindi pa nagiging champion because I'm not counting the uh, Di- Dynamite Diamond Ring. So it, it's good to see Jurassic Express have their feel-good moment. I don't think that's going to last long, but that's okay because they're baby faces and they're supposed to be underdogs. But going back to what you said about Jade Cargill, um, people in the comments are asking, who do you think will beat her? I think it was Roman J. And I think the logical choices would be somebody like Thunder Rosa or Ruby Soho, uh, people who Jade beat on the way there and be through shoddy means, but with Mercedes Martinez debuting and then getting involved. I think that uh, someone like Thunder Rosa or like Ruby Soho would eventually have that redemption arc and, and get their moment to shine holding up your TBS championship. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be one of the veterans because the veterans don't need it. Um, I think it's gonna be someone who is an up and comer, so like you know someone like Sky Blue, right? <laughs> who could use no 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 I'm not joking. Uh, who okay. could use a big win uh, somewhere down the line? Um, Layla Hirsch, you know, girls like women like those. So uh, save that big uh, dethroning of Jade Cargill for someone who could use the rub. Yeah, uh, it's probably going to be uh, like a Roman Reigns light na championship run, de na you know she goes on an undefeated streak and really becomes a dominant champion, and then from there, uh, whoever gets to defeat Jade Cargill is basically a made woman. Like they will really have made a new star, and hopefully that's what's going to happen. Because uh, you know that that's how wrestling works, but that's how um, wrestling should be. Uh, Bruce is asking any chance for Tony wrestler who leaves WWE. Uh, you know, AEW always be in the picture. So I don't think we should count AEW out for anyone who leaves WWE. But I think if um, if Tony Storm wants to go back to British wrestling, uh, I, I guess she can, right? Yeah. Um, I think, though, that um, AEW always needs, that in the women's division, they always need bigger talent. So I would be scooping up every big name that comes out of WWE at this point. So I, I would not be surprised at all if Tony was in AEW by this time, by WrestleMania time, you know. Uh, either that or Impact or Stardom, wherever have you. Uh, the the world is an oyster for her. Yeah, and Emil says that she still has the 90-day contract uh, clause or the 90-day 
no compete clause there. That's what I meant. Um, to to clear, right? But yeah, uh, we didn't really get to talk about that because uh, Tony Storm's WWE departure came uh, during the holiday. But there really is to say is that she will have some place to land in, you know, wherever she uh, decides to go. I'm sure it'll be a better company with her in it, and I hope that you know she just takes some uh, takes this time then to just um. Get get that mental health right, you know. Because if uh, the the reports are to be believed, um, it was really burnout, which was the cause of her uh, deciding that she wanted out of WWE. So I hope that you know she takes the time she needs to get better and to recover and to you know come back stronger than ever. So there. Yeah. Um. If you were looking for a sign, I don't know who needs to hear this, but uh, if you don't like how you're being treated at work, go quit. Um. As long as you have a good backup plan, uh, and you have you know prospects. I'm sure that you will end up getting the treatment you deserve somewhere else, if not at the place you're currently working in. Yeah, uh, sometimes if you're you know if you're lucky enough to not need a backup plan, good for you, right? So uh, even better, um, get get out if you're in a position na parang feeling mo na mentally, emotionally. It's like a soul crushing, um, toxic environment, diba? Just get out. Take it from two guys. Uh, Renz is asking in the comment section, who do you think Tony Khan is talking about regarding his huge signing for 2022? I have Jeff no Hardy. idea. Jeff Hardy. It's going to be Jeff Hardy. I, I um, guess, yeah. They, they did hint that now no, in the, yeah. the Hardy streams. So, but I mean, there's no other big signing. I mean, Jeff Hardy, Keith Lee, Karrion Cross. That's Those are the three big signings that I can think of. Not Gargano? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those four. Those four. But biggest, like biggest, is still Jeff Hardy because uh, everyone loves. I Jeff guess Hardy. yeah. You cool guys, that. you guys love Jeff Hardy against your better judgment, right? So, um, you despite wanting, despite us wanting him to rest his damaged body, you still want to see Jeff Hardy. So that will be a big signing for sure for AEW. All right, let's get to our picks of the week. Uh, see Rowan and Chino, they're not here, so let's uh, acknowledge their picks of the week. Let's start with Chino, who picked that really brutal street fight from Rampage between uh Ty J and the Bunny and Penelope Ford. Rowan, the SHIT, who can't be with us because of school, Yung Kanyang pick of the week is a fatal four way match on Raw, which was originally the day one main event. Um, as for me, my pick of the week was the fatal five way match at day one because that was just really bonkers, it was really fun to call. And when it ended, gulat din kami on commentary. So, uh, really good uh, fatal five-way car crash. All right. My pick of the week, as I mentioned kanina, is Shibata versus Ren Narita. Really good stuff, especially if you're a Shibata fan, especially if you like comebacks from injuries. So, um, this was proof that Shibata has almost, I guess, almost 100% healed. And that's always a good story. All right. Uh, we're going to be announcing the winner for our first voucher from Mega and from Machung Chismisa. And that's a one terabyte online voucher. Uh, I actually tried one of these vouchers. You have to sign up some Mega and uh, get yourself an account. And then from there, my upgrading storage. More. So our winner, uh, that will be announced in a bit. But first, your picks of the week. Uh, see Julian Marame, as usual. Uh, Brock winning the title. Paul Heyman putting the... So I'm glad that they did that. Uh, Brian Hangman too. Jade Cargill. Uh, the CM Punk MJF promo. See, Bruce Picknya is Kenta versus Tanahashi. Emil also picking Kenta versus Tanahashi. Leo picks the Fatal Four Way match on Raw and Roder- uh, Roderick Strong versus Carmelo Hayes from New Year's Evil. Roman J picks New Day versus the Usos part N at day one. Uh, Wacky picks the Fatal Five Way and Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Danielson. Merba Sakumu. Skamageddon has. Sorry, the stardom tag match and the Noah segment where everyone and Keiji Muto went up to join forces and declare their hatred for NJPW. Yeah, so if you're really into that, uh, you can catch the fallout or the, the fallout to the big show on January 8th, New Japan versus Noah. Uh, Admin Angelo picks the fatal five way from day one, uh, Fabio versus Nigel San Jose from Medjo Noche, and Brian versus Hangman 2. All right, I think it's time for us to pick a winner. So, Babyface producer Gel, can you please put up yung ating magic roulette so we can spin that wheel and see who gets to win our first of three vouchers, courtesy of Mega. All right, so yan, yung lima lang ang sumali for this week. So, you have a one in five shot to win that voucher. Babyface producer Gel, if you're ready, we're ready. So, go spin that wheel. And our winner is... Oi, Admin Angelo! You sure? 
think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. There you go. Admin Angelo, congrats. You just won yourself a voucher courtesy of Mega. And of course, our friends from Machong Chismisan Omeli, sila ang podcast na nang sponsor ng ibang podcast. So thank you very much to everybody who joined. Meron pa kaming dalawang voucher which we'll give out in the next couple of weeks. So stick around for that. In the meantime, Rose, is there anything that you want them to check out before we go? Uh, no, not on my end. Okay, uh, on my end, just the usuals, please follow us on social media and on Spotify at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast or on TikTok and Twitter at Wrestling2XPod. Uh, please give us that five-star rating. Sobrang nakatulong yan sa amin and all that. So please give us that five-star rating. Go read Smart Henry and uh, go go say hi to Chino and Rowan because I'm sure you missed them as well during this week's live stream. Um, coming up next week on a special audio-only episode of the podcast, we're going to talk the good friend of the pod, Robbie Eagles, Bobby Bullets, Kuya Robbie, however you want to call him. We're going to talk to him about Wrestle Kingdom 16, his experience being back in Australia and returning to PWA. So that should be super exciting. We're going to have that podcast up by Tuesday latest. All right. In the meantime, sign up for the patron program. Follow us on social media. Please uh, hit us up individually if you want to talk on Twitter. It's at Roizwar, at Chino Supersized. At Monday Night Rowan, NITE sa Twitter, NIGHT sa Instagram, and at underscore Stan C. And of course, keep those two masks on. And given the surge, only go out unless absolutely necessary, right? Stay at home if you can. Please stay at home and uh, go out and get your vaccines or boosters. Kung pwede pa, kung kaya pa, and enjoy out and vote, all right? On behalf of Fro Moran, Chino Liao, Rowan the SHIT, and Babyface producer Gel, my name is Stan C. Wrestling, Wrestling Podcast. Out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.